Welcome to Love Rules, the radio ministry of Roxbury Presbyterian Church in Boston. My mom, Liz Walker, was Boston's first African-American television news anchor, but her most important job is what she does right now at RPC, preaching the good news about God's love. The Bible says, above all, love each other deeply because love covers a multitude of sins. How does that work? Join my mom now as she offers us Love Rules from Roxbury Presbyterian Church. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Love Rules. Today's message, your wake-up call. We're going to go to Mark, the 13th chapter, and we're just going to take a few verses, but I'd love you on your own to read it all. But we're going to start... Uh, at the first and then the second and then we're going to go to 24 through 27 and then 33 to 35. But again, you can read this entire chapter. It's fascinating. As Jesus was leaving the temple, one of his disciples said to him, look, teacher, what massive stones, what magnificent buildings. Do you see all these great buildings? Replied Jesus. Not one stone here will be left on another. Everyone will be thrown down. And then we'll go to verse 24. And in those days, after the suffering, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light and the stars will be falling from heaven and the powers in the heavens will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in clouds with great power and glory. Then he will send out the angels and gather his elect from the four winds, from the ends of the earth to the ends of heaven. Verse 33. So be aware, keep alert. For you do not know when the time will come. It is like a man going on a journey when he leaves home and puts his slaves in charge, each with his work, and then he commands the doorkeeper to be on the watch. Therefore keep awake, for you do not know when the master of the house will come in, in the evening, or at midnight, or at cockcrow, or at dawn, or else he may find you asleep when he comes suddenly. And what I say to you, I say to all, keep awake." This text may seem like the wrong choice for the Christmas season. Jesus makes these prophetic warnings in the Gospel of Mark on his way to the cross. Why are we looking at the end of the story when this season marks the beginning? And what does Jesus mean when he says, keep awake? Christmas is the one season when everybody's awake. There's so much to do. You know, we all love Christmas. We love the Black Friday sales and the Cyber Monday sales and the stores extending the shopping hours. And we're all powered up and wired to get our gifts and then make our returns and then look for the the great bargains. If we don't know how to do anything else, we know how to shop the Christmas season. And isn't that the way to enjoy it? (laughs) Isn't shopping being awake? I would suggest that today's gospel lesson is exactly what we need to hear right now, because it turns our attention from what we know to what we so easily forget. While we're all busy in the shops during this season, we need to ask ourselves, how much preparation are we really doing for Christ? Mark chapter 13 is appropriately called the little apocalypse because Jesus makes a number of prophecies. The chapter begins when the disciples are admiring the beauty of the temple, and it was an impressive structure with a 90-foot altar and beautifully polished columns. Think of a megaplex or a modern airport with many lavish corridors and shops and hallways and meeting rooms, something that Donald Trump might build. It was built under the rule of Herod, 
who saw the temple as a grand facility that would appease the Jews, attract pilgrims from everywhere, and most importantly, solidify his visionary genius. But one thing that Herod seemed least concerned with was how God would fit into this temple. He was not alone. The priests had become wealthy and cocky, looking out for their own interests. The people themselves became disconnected with the spirit of the laws. One of Jesus' most dramatic moments in the temple, you recall, was to throw out the money changers, Mark eleven seventeen. My temple will be called a house of prayer, but you have made it a den of thieves. You see, Jesus had issues with the temple because the temple didn't recognize Jesus. God was fed up with the temple because the folks in the temple forgot about God. So when the disciples stand in Jerusalem admiring this temple, Jesus begins to prophesy, warning them that this is all going to come down. This is going to fall. And Jesus says, you need a wake-up call. Verses 24, 25, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its life. The stars will be falling from heaven and the powers in the heavens will be shaken. Forty years would pass, but that temple would be destroyed by Rome just as Jesus predicted. But this prophecy is just the beginning. In verse 26, Jesus makes an even more spectacular prediction. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in clouds with great power and glory. There it is. That's the peak of the passage, the climax of the plot, the prophecy of prophecies. Borrowing from the apocalyptic visions of the Old Testament Daniel, Jesus leads his disciples and us beyond his death on the cross to his resurrection and into eternity. The promises of our faith, certainly the promise of the season when Jesus will come back with great power and glory. You see, we serve a God of eternity a God who is faithful from generation to generation. And the promise is, the promise we need to stand on, Jesus is coming back, bringing the earth to glory, to wholeness and joy. And what is our response? What are we supposed to do? Jesus says, keep awake, for you do not know when the master of the house will come. He may find you asleep when he comes suddenly, and what I say to you, I say to all, keep awake. Keep awake. I am so thankful you've joined us today. Remember, Love Rules is totally listener supported. Won't you make a donation right now to keep this program on the air? Log on to RoxburyPresbyterianChurch.org and click on giving. That's RoxburyPresbyterianChurch.org. Click on giving. Thank you. God bless you. Jesus reminds us to keep awake. We don't know when the master will return. You know, many preachers use this text to talk about the chaos and calamity of the end times. There are preachers today who will stand in the pulpit, probably are on this radio station, and tell you not only that the end times are coming, but these preachers will tell you exactly when they're coming. But Jesus says... It's not the preacher's job to worry about when I come back or even how I come back. All we need to do is to keep awake. There's a story about a young elder who rushes into the pastor's study early one Sunday morning. And he says, Pastor Jesus has been spotted coming down the aisle. What should we do? 
And the pastor says, for God's sake, man, look busy, look busy. You need to keep awake, keep awake. Keeping awake is not easy in a world that doesn't care. We end up waiting on Christmas, but nobody wants to wait on Christ. You see, the story has gotten twisted. There's been so much about Jesus that the world has missed completely. Very few paid attention when the Messiah entered history. Sadly, much of the world misses him now. So it's up to us to tell the story, not just around the Christmas season, but all year long, not just in my preaching, but more importantly, in in how we all as Christians live. And you have to make that decision up for yourself. How are you going to live? How are you going to be awake? How are you going to be busy in anticipation of Christ's coming? I've chosen to live it or to try to live it in compassion and love and reconciliation and forgiveness. I don't want to just talk about it. I want to live that day in and day out. This has got to be our story. It has to be the testimony of believers and the testimony of the church. Just like the temple, God sets up the church in the center of the world to keep the world centered. We have to be those who keep busy. We have to give the wake-up call to the rest of the world. You know, you have to make up your mind what that means to you. If we are simply feeding food to our neighbors, which is important to us at Roxbury Presbyterian Church, but if we're just feeding you food and not feeding your souls, then we are asleep because we need to evangelize to not only the people who walk in the door, but everybody we see. If we have mastered the art of political battle, and are not prepared to fight the ongoing spiritual battle, we are asleep. I am a a firm believer in social justice, but that is not what God has called us to. God has called us to fight the spiritual battle. So I'm trying to do it all. You have to make up your mind what you want to do to be busy for Christ. Most folks are comfortable sleeping in the dark. Again, it's a natural state. Keeping awake is not easy. But you can't be asleep anymore. Jesus did not step into history or go to the cross so that we could act and think or relate to each other like the world does. The Bible says we are chosen. We are royal, holy, peculiar people. We've got to live like that. That's what we are called to be. God didn't let the Romans destroy the temple because it was built wrong. He didn't have it destroyed because it was an ugly structure. God destroyed the temple because the hearts of the people had turned away from God. In essence, it was the people who destroyed the temple because they were no longer living for God. We destroy the temple when we tamper with its foundation or build it with inferior materials. When we start looking at the church as something else than the house of Jesus Christ, then we are messing with the foundation. Now, it doesn't mean we all have to agree. I don't think we all have to agree on how we decide to keep busy because there's so much to do. But it means we have to stand as one, particularly in these days when Christians are so divided, just like the rest of the country. We need to wake up up. We need to get busy. We need to really stay alive the abundant life that Christ calls us to. 
in how we live and how we love and how we relate to each other. Being ready for Jesus is how you're going to live your life 24-7, all the time, in the body of Christ, in your family, in the grocery store, uh, walking down the street, on 93, on the Mass Pike. Jesus is not only warning us to keep alert for the end of the world, Jesus wants us to keep alert in order to have abundant life. Thanks for joining me. Be blessed. Thank you for tuning in. Roxbury Presbyterian Church is located at 328 Warren Street, right in the heart of Roxbury. Come worship with us on Sundays at 11 a.m. This is a listener-supported program. We invite you to partner with us and learn the many ways that love rules. Visit us on our website, roxburypresbyterianchurch.org, or call us at 617-445-2116. Love will reign if you let